Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Conjured, the most controversial podcast for empaths. I'm the head witch in charge over here, Jess, and you, my friend, are the head witch in charge of your life. I bring you magical self-mastery tools because I want to see more highly sensitive people like myself owning our innate powers. So today is November 9th, 2020, while I'm recording this, but this is going to air on November 11th. And this is episode 11. How serendipitous is that? <laughs> Many of you return listeners, you know my obsession with 1111. So I won't repeat myself there. But if you are new to Conjured, just know my relationship with those 11s runs very deep. <laughs> so something that I talk quite a lot about besides 1111 is empaths and how oftentimes we find it really difficult to ground ourselves. We spend a lot of time in the fourth and fifth dimensions and above. We spend a lot of time connecting with spirit, with other energies, whether it's energies from other people or just other energies that are out there in the universe period. Basically, we spend a lot of time just like not really grounded or anchored to earth in the physical dimension, in the third dimension. And so what happens is this lack of grounding, it causes us to spend a lot of time developing a relationship with the divine, but not necessarily with our own bodies. And so a lot of times for empaths, our bodies do feel really foreign to us. We feel the heaviness of earth, the heaviness of past life choices, um, the heaviness of the collective just in general. And just think about how many life periods or lifetimes you would say uh, that you spent not only just not in a body, right? Because we have this whole saying like, I'm a spiritual being in a body, right? So that's one of the reasons why we feel this heaviness because we're experiencing actual physical lifetime now. But just think about, you know, how many lifetimes you were actually in a body compared to how many lifetimes you were probably just a spirit. So that's one reason why it can feel really foreign for us to be in a body. And if that concept, just even saying like, well, think about <laughs> like how many lifetimes, um, that really is something that you have to do a lot of, I would say, past life work, past life regression work, working with your Akashic record, just even meditation period can really open you up to really understanding, okay, well, what past lives have I experienced? So just think about, you know, how many lifetimes have you personally lived, right? And the life choices that you've made in those lifetimes. And then also like put onto that the many life choices that everyone else has made in this world. <laughs> so it can kind of seem like a foreign aspect, but I really want to try to ground this. But I think that what happens is as empaths, we do feel all of that. We feel all of these life choices that the collective has made. And so the life choices that we have all have made have brought us to the point that we are here today. And that's heavy. That's very heavy. And that heaviness is palpable. We can feel that, especially as empaths, we feel that very, very deeply. And so this morning while I was doing my meditation, I wanted to know more about this, about this specifically, like what is this heaviness and why are we experiencing it? So we'll get into that in a sec, but I really, I, 
had asked spirit for more clarity on why, like why are empaths struggling to feel so secure and anchored and grounded in the physical. And really besides the obvious, like I said, the obvious, we're spirits and <laughs> we're having a physical experience, right? We, we like all know that. And, you know, not to sound repetitive, but obviously because we have spent so many lifetimes, yeah, when we come into an actual physical body, that is heavy. 3D is very, very heavy. And that goes back to the whole vibration, right? Spirits that are not in a body, spirits, they vibrate a lot higher because they're not in a physical body. And so we vibrate a lot slower because we are in a physical body. And that slowness is what's so heaviness, that that lack of having a high vibration is what makes things so heavy. And so that's why people do say things like, you know, keep your vibe high, raise your vibration. Like it's not just this sort of airy fairy um, saying that we have. It, it is a reality that if you want to feel better, you really do have to uplift your vibration to get out of this heaviness. And that's a topic for a whole nother podcast now that I'm thinking about it is just how like as a collective, that is what we are aiming towards is for all of us to get our vibration up there. But yes, we will get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think where I'm going with this is basically, you know, if you think about all the past lives that we've had, all the past life choices that we made collectively, the heaviness of being in a 3D physical meat suit, <laughs> that does make things very heavy. And so I feel like that makes things feel, you know, unsafe. It, it makes it very difficult for us to feel safe and feel secure because this is very foreign. And just to be clear, not all empaths struggle with feeling grounded because, I mean, realistically, there are some empaths who maybe were born into an environment where their divine gifts were recognized. Therefore, they're going to be born into an environment where their gifts are fostered. You know, they were allowed to blossom. And that's not the norm for empaths, but it is a possibility. But that's also not to say that, you know, if you were born into that type of environment, that things were necessarily better, right? Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's just the case for most empaths is that they were born into adverse situations. And I think it takes a very high level of soul work to be born into an environment that is conducive to a soul level alignment, such as like, if you are born into an environment where there's a lot of ease, as far as like the people in your life who are um, fostering your gifts and who recognize and see you at a soul level, I think that takes a lot of soul level alignment. Now that is not to say that when you're born into an environment where everything is, you know, 100% gravy, <laughs> everything's copacetic, that's not necessarily the best thing either because adversity, it builds character. It's character building, you know, like, can you imagine a story where the main character has no obstacle whatsoever to build their character? It'd be boring. Like, <laughs> it'd be boring. Think about your favorite story and the main character, whether it's a movie or a book. You'd be pretty bored if that main character just was breezing through the movie. I can't think of any movie where the main character has no adversity at all. 
It's literally the hero's journey. If you're into Joseph Campbell, I would highly recommend checking out his work. If you just want to know, like, why are you going through this mess <laughs> type of thing? Um, but I think, yeah, the same thing goes for our lives, right? We have these adverse circumstances. They make our divine gifts a lot stronger. But I do also feel like if you can be born into an environment where your gifts are able to flourish, that create or that requires a level of soul alignment that a lot of us just aren't there yet, which is why a lot of empaths are born into adverse situations because it's character building. It, you know, it creates that alignment. So then you're like, Hey, next lifetime, like, well, I know what to heal in this lifetime. Right. And so on and so forth. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I totally digress there. Like that is the name of the game. You know that here, but <laughs> I usually do get back on topic. I will say that. Uh, but yeah, during my morning meditation, I was asking spirit about this, about, you know, the empath struggle, that hero's journey. Why do we struggle to feel anchored and secured? And so I asked a very specific question because our questions have so much power. It's really about how we word the question that will yield the results that we get back or the feedback that we get back. So I, quick story. <laughs> I once dated this guy who, or a man rather. Yeah, let me say that. <laughs> so I once dated this man who told me, don't ask why something is happening because you'll get more of that. And I thought that was so profound when I heard that. So it's like he's saying, don't ask why someone is experiencing X, Y, and Z, whatever they're experiencing, right? Um, just imagine whatever scenario you want to. You don't ask why they're experiencing that um, or why did they do that? Why did they make that choice? Okay. Because what happens when you ask why is you're actually opening yourself up to become a vibrational match to receiving that actual experience. He didn't say it exactly like that. Like I'm taking liberty here, putting my own kind of spin on it. But that's essentially what it, what he was saying was you don't ask why, because when you ask why, you're literally opening up this portal that is going to make you a vibrational match to receiving that circumstance. And that might not be a portal that you want to dive down. I thought that was so profound. And the more I've worked with spirit and the more I've worked with asking spirit questions, the more I, I totally get it. So if that resonates with you, try that. Less of asking why, okay? Asking the right questions is really, it's just pertinent to receiving the best feedback. And so during my meditation, I was kind of like, okay, what's the proper way to word this so I can get a lot more clarity on this empath struggle instead of asking, you know, why did X, Y, and Z happen? Why do empaths struggle with this, right? Um, instead, what I decided to ask was this, which past life experiences prevent the empath or prevent me, that's how I said it, I prevent me from manifesting safe, secure, and grounded circumstances. And so I felt like that was so much more powerful. And even when I was like, like asking spirit or connecting and saying, okay, how should I ask this? In the beginning, I still kind of was like, should I ask which or what, you know, what past life experiences or which past life 
past past life. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh my God. Which past life experiences versus what? To me, it felt better to say which. That felt like that was opening more clarity to come through. So I just stuck with that. So which past life experiences prevent me from manifesting safe, secure, and grounded circumstances? And you might want to try that for yourself. I felt like if I were to ask about empaths overall, it would not receive that much feedback. But this is what I got once I did dive into that question. And I feel it resonates or the message that came through was for the collective. Okay. So this is what I received. Well, look at the world you live in. History does indeed repeat itself. In previous incarnations, many of you, meaning empaths, many of you were persecuted for your gifts, your sensitivity. You have lived many lifetimes where you had to fight. Many of you have lived lifetimes where you lived in a constant state of fear. The fear is what feeds the beast. And since you have come to learn that, you decided it would be much easier to disconnect rather than to completely integrate. Your lack of integration is what keeps you from fully embodying your gifts and being of service to the transmutation of the old paradigm. The highly sensitive being is the telepath that can receive and send divine messages of hope and transformation to the collective. You highly sensitive beings are here in this very specific time matrix to reintegrate, to heal, to experience bliss within turmoil, to reveal the divine universal truths that Anna, Yeshua, the three Marys, and so many others who share that same vibration studied and shared with others during their lifetimes. You, dear empath, will master your energy and connect with the many other souls on earth who possess divine gifts of the senses and dive into the various dimensions available to you. All these experiences are designed for you to strengthen you. You are all here to shift the paradigm in love, with love, to love. So, yes, that was the message that I received related to this. And it, to me, it felt so powerful. It felt so promising. It, it just felt so, I felt like, wow, like spirit, you really, you know, you understand, which I mean, of course, spirit knows, but it just, to me, to receive that, that feedback, that message was just like, okay this is what we have to do. This is it. So with that said, I would like to share 10 affirmations designed to support you empath with transmuting fear so that we can all experience a more grounded, secure, anchored reality and embody our divine purpose. I feel like these affirmations, and of course you can change them in any way that it works for you. You can add words, you can omit words, you can really make them your own. This is just a starting point, 
a foundation so you can create your own practice. So without further ado, and in no particular order, here are 10 anchoring affirmations for empaths. I am grounded. It is safe for me to securely anchor myself to earth. The physical dimension is my friend. I focus my energy on developing a secure relationship with the divine. I trust the divine. I trust the universe to reveal miracles. My thoughts, feelings, actions are aligned to love. Divine light emanates from within me. I was designed to be a sensitive being and share my divinity in love. It is safe for me to be sensitive and receptive. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Conjured Witchy Wednesday podcast episode. I appreciate you. Remember, if you ever have any questions or topics that you want to discuss on the podcast, just DM me over on Instagram at You've Been Conjured. That's Y O U V E B E E N C O N J U R D. Yes, that is quite a mouthful. <laughs> Hopefully, one day I will get that shortened. But for now, it is what it is. Thank you so much for listening. Love and light.